Hey guys. Yo. Hey hey. One I love time. this outfit. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank Would you. that be considered a premature a premature clapulation? It was. It was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of funny. One time, and of course, one time as we start the uh, uh, episode, one time for Wendy Day's glasses. Two times. Which ones do I have on now? Oh, the yeah. pink ones. Yeah, These Wendy are from New York. Like super. Uh, you're like an, a fashion aficionado. I wouldn't want to call you, dare call you a fashion icon. Mm-mm. Can we all do? Yeah, can we all do like frames like you one day, fuck. one episode? Yeah, that'd be really. Shauna, cool. can you hook that up, Shauna? That'd be really cool to have. Like, it'll draw like attention to my nose and shit. Non-prescription for me. I used to fight all the time when I was a little kid and get beat up and shit. So I got like different size nostrils. So like colored glasses just draw attention to this big round. I don't know. I can sit behind the microphone when we do it. I got a face made for radio. You know what I'm saying? So okay, okay. But uh, 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 radio is not just. And she's amazing. Radio is. It's theater of the mind. Okay, gotcha. That's what they say. But you know, radio is now digital. Correct. Yeah, so they get, they they want to see you. Yeah. They want to see you now. Of course they do. I've always wondered why, and you know, anybody who's listening, I'm sure you got some radio colleagues. Maybe they could DM me and, and explain to me why every radio station is the same fucking template. Yeah. Well, they're kind yeah. of owned by like a handful of companies, right? But yeah, but you would think that there would be some. Typically, radio stations and news stations. Are, are, I think the whole template as in what on air or video wise website. When I yeah, go to yeah. your website, your website, if it's owned by Radio One, every Radio One website looks the same. It has all the exact information. Yeah, that's that's how they have it. So, for example, I recently was looking at a radio station from somebody that we know that currently works there here in the city and maybe on this podcast. Which may not <laughs> but I recently went on that radio station's website and was trying to do some research on the on-air mixers because I'm a weasel. Okay, got it. Right? Because I feel that if the radio station tells me that these are the times that these DJs DJ on, then I know that those are the times that I have to be online either engaging with them while they're mixing and supporting them and having people encourage them. So I also know that that means before they get online, I can send them the, hey, man, don't forget me, text message. Don't worry about the slide your ass online. So being the weasel that I am, I'm doing research. Right. And I've noticed that... The vast majority of, of radio websites, not just that particular station, but I went to that one and that one took me to all the others. There's no way to tie in with any of their on-air personalities. There's no way to tie in with any of their on-air mixers. Mm. You know, it's it's very bland. It's very uh, generic as far as information. There's nothing community-based. And like I was saying, originally, when news platforms were set up, that's a government signal. You know, you could NBC bought... The ability to transmit uh, television across the airwaves in exchange for one hour of news from the government. That's how news stations and TV. Remember, TV used to go off back in the day. Yes, I remember that. In exchange for them to have this this television signal, you had to have one hour of news. Mm-hmm. And I just find it odd that in in a in a time when radio is still such a big platform, that it's so disconnected from the digital side, and they rely on all of their on air personalities and on air mixers to kind of bridge that gap between the digital and the community side to where these guys are actually activists for the community. I remember right. those days when people yeah. were at your radio station. And some like still Red are. Like Street, it still is. Yes, yes, yes. Big Sue out of Memphis, super, Sue super, still, yeah. yeah, super yeah. activist. So, you know, these, some of these people, they bridge that, but for the, for the vast majority of it, it's kind of like disheartening that you really can't find that information. So radio people tighten the fuck up, man. Y'all make enough money. I will say actually, definitely. they don't. They, I was going to say that they don't. Yeah. Uh, and it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, it's not what you think. Radio stations. Oh, the stations, I'm yes. The oh. Oh, 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 I think they're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they got to go out and, and they got to host 
seven days a week. Yes, go that's why they do live remotes and, and that yes, because yeah. That's how you're able to make ends meet. Right. I'm talking about the people that own the radio stations or the people that are in charge of the digital departments and the ad departments. You guys need to start making sure. I'm gonna cut you off. Some soldiers are good. Some radio stations don't have a digital department. It's not even there. And really? I work. I work for two. Um, wow. I work for two in Atlanta, and both of them that I work for um, do not have a digital department. Somebody oversees that digital shit. Somebody oversees the digital website. stuff Somebody gets done, but it's not a digital department right. that should be there in, in at the station. Yeah. Uh, one station that I haven't worked for has a digital department. That's why their stuff looks nice and clean and crisp. Got it. It's so good. Interesting. Well, on the flip side, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I even have went through and, and reached out to their program director and said, hey, bro, here are some screenshots. This is the shit that you don't want to leave on there because these are the fake accounts that y'all are obviously paying for. The, hey, man, I love this picture. Promote it here now. Go through and have your team take this Take them out. down, right. Take this shit the fuck off. Clean it. That shit fucks with your algorithm. Here's something that we can talk about on the cheat code. Hey, artist. Watch <laughs> hey, artist. your followers yeah. Daily. Facts. Okay? Facts. If somebody, if you're following somebody that is not liking your pictures and engaging, unfollow them. Agreed. Remove them from your follower list. Agreed. Don't owe anybody on social media that is not being social any loyalty. I block at least 100 people a day. Uh, I'm, wow. I'm going to say, uh, I can go on Instagram wow. right now. I can go on Instagram right now and it, you can go right here and it says you go to your followers and, and then you could do least in, interacted with. You can boom, do boom, that. Boom, boom, yes. boom. Yeah. On your follower account. Yeah. You boom, 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 boom. Your yeah. It shows you two categories. Yeah. The 50 people whose pictures you like the most and the 50 people who your shit never pops up on their timeline and they never pop up on yours. So I just need to get rid of those 50 because they're just yeah. weighing me down. It's weighing you down. Thank they're you. You'll gain them back anyway. They're it, fucking it, up your And I don't care if I do or not. It doesn't matter if we don't because if they're the 50 less shown in your feed, that means you're not liking their pictures either. Either, Remove yeah. yourself out of their life. Agreed. Yeah. Not being a hater means knowing when to walk away on both sides. Right, right. Like, hey, you know what? This relationship isn't beneficial. And don't take it personal, though. It's business. No. It's business. It's no. business. You're not being a social on a social platform. Go take your anti-social hermit ass and go live under a rock, bitch. We don't want to be fucked up. Exactly. You. you don't like none of my pictures. Why are you following me? You know <laughs> game? Listen to the cheat code. Agree, agree, agree. Speaking of that, uh, first question of the day: What's the biggest misconception about the music industry? That it's easy <laughs> and that it's free, and that it's fun. Fun because it's work. I, I don't want to say fun because it is fun. I have fun every day, okay. so it's really not fair to say that. But some people think that it's all smoking weed and playing video games, and it's not. Yeah, I, it's I, it's real work. I think people believe that you can pay for whatever you want. You can. If, oh, I, I wish we could. I had I was featured on a podcast. Oh God, forgive me. If I forget the name the of the podcast. Yeah, but I used your terminology. I said if it was about money, Floyd May Mayweather's label would be the biggest the label biggest. in the fucking world. Absolutely, it's apparently yes. not about money, right? And people think that they can pay to play, right? I learned that with BMF because when BMF came out, they were spending two, three million dollars to break an artist, not Jeezy, but to break another artist, and it didn't work. Yeah. And you know, when, when, when you really look at all of the things that have to happen together in order for an artist to break, there's a lot of moving pieces that have to happen for that. Then an artist has to be established, not have a catalog, but be an artist. They, their foundation has to be rooted. Attention has to be there. Talent has to be there. Marketing has to be there. Planning has to, all of those things have to meet at one place in order for an artist to be able to succeed at the next level. So the biggest misconception is 
expecting one thing. And coming into the music business and expecting to drop a record and get 100,000 streams, you're going to fall flat on your fucking face. Expecting to drop a video and getting more than 10 views, you're going to fall flat on your face. Nobody knows you yet. Here's, here's a fun fact. 90% of the artists don't even listen to themselves. Facts. Mm. So if you don't listen to yourself, mm. that means the people that follow your personal profile on Spotify are only going to get the music that you do listen to is what it's going to suggest to your current followers based off of what you listen to. Mm. You don't listen to yourself. So why the fuck would the computer suggest that they listen to anything <coughs> that you put out? That's the crazy shit about this. In order for the algorithm to be affected, you have to work. You got to get in the rhythm. The key word in algorithm, motherfucker, is rhythm. rhythm. Yeah. You got to get in the rhythm. And that's how the algorithm works is through consistency. It's understanding that you, you don't take 5,000 shots a day because you want your arm to fall off. You take 5,000 shots a day so that when you're in game seven of the fucking finals and there's one second left, you know. You're in rhythm. I'm in rhythm. This is why I took 100,000 million shots. So for this very fucking moment, that's why you rehearse. That's why you practice. That's why you engage. That's why you go and you perform at every open mic. Not because of who you're performing in front of, dumbass. Because you want to be able to perform. Most artists don't know how to perform properly. Mm. They don't know that you should never have an obstacle between you and the crowd. A microphone stand is an obstacle. Look at a real performer. They walk up, they grab the microphone stand, they move it to the side because there's no... This is not me. This is a written book used by some of the biggest artists in the world, the Rolling Stones, all of these guys, they tell you there's an art to this. When Mick Jagger wanted to say something to you, they grabbed you, he leaned into you. And then when he wanted to pull you back, he stood up because there's a way to do this shit. So when you see your favorite artist performing, if you've ever watched a Jeezy show, if you've been watching Jeezy for 10 years, you've watched a Jeezy show to this day because all he does is replace the records. Mm -hmm. He inserts the hit where the hit was five years ago mm -hmm. and so forth and so on and because it's repetition. A lot of these guys can't do that. Mm. A lot of these guys don't want to be the Floyd Mayweather of rap. They don't want to dedicate everything that they have to this shit because that's what it takes to be the best. That's real. Floyd mm. Mayweather doesn't go to the clubs. He doesn't go. He runs, bitch. He boxes. He trains undefeated. All the money in the world. Record label, nobody knows who signed to him. I think also a misconception is that an artist can do this themselves and they can't, they really need a team. I was talking to an artist yesterday who's learning to master TikTok and he's putting all of his time into that. And it's wonderful that he's doing that, but he's neglecting his Facebook, his Instagram, his Twitter. He's neglecting Spotify. He's neglecting building content. He's he, it's, it's a full-time job to do this yes. and you can't do everything yourself. Yes. It's wonderful. If, you're better than the people that you hire to run TikTok for you. That's wonderful. But isn't it a little better to have your TikTok a little bit less popping, but to have yourself spread across everywhere you need to be? Yeah. Because not everybody's on TikTok right. to discover you. And, you know, everybody's on TikTok because of the kids. And the kids are on TikTok because that's a free platform. Yeah. Kids don't have credit cards. Kids don't sign into accounts to say they're over 21. Kids are using the music that's on TikTok, so you're, you're uploading music from your phone. You're not even using the fucking music you licensed and sold. How about this? You don't even have to log in to look at TikTok. Right. You could just have the app, tap it, and then scroll. And just watch. Yeah. And, you know, I learned that from my kids. Two types yeah. of payments that'll come out of it. You get paid off of the, the advertisements, which is all the money that advertisers pay. That's where the free shit comes out of it. Mm. 
and then you get paid off the subscription. So TikTok, I don't know how their ad base is, but YouTube, for example, or some of these other platforms where it's Spotify. Spotify, there's two pools that you get paid off of. One of them is the ad pool, and one of them is the subscription base. Mm. So if you're not listening to it long enough to listen to any ads, nobody got credit for the shit you listen to. Mm. Okay. I got another question for both of you. This, this one's good. They're all good. Telling the truth in music. <laughs> Accuracy. <laughs> exaggeration. Does it matter? <sighs> it's an art form. You know, music, rap music has always been a way for, for the people to explain what it was that was going on around them. I don't think rap is necessarily... It's You're an entertainer. You know what I mean? And, you know, some of these guys are doing indictment rap. You know what I mean? They get on here and they keep it to <laughs> the radio. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they're going on here and, and they're documenting their crimes and their crime speeds to the T. Me and Lil' Man, man, we shot a bitch. We did all this extra shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? Or what's the kid that we were talking about with the, the scammers Bible that put it in the song? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, you want to keep it real? Cool. It all depends on... Lil' Dicky doesn't have to keep it real. Lil Dicky can rap about whatever the fuck Lil Dicky wants to rap about, and he's got fans that want to listen to what Lil Dicky raps about. He doesn't have to keep it real. He doesn't have to sit there and explain to you how you know gangster it is to fucking put together a you know tax form. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying to you? Like, you, keep it real, man, but keep it entertaining, man. You are, are an entertainer. You don't have to be the entertainment to be an entertainer. You know, you don't have to fucking tattoo your face all up and get on drugs and go slap people up and do all this shit. For the sake of people wanting to hear your music, if you make good music, then you have to find the people that want to listen to that, and then those are the people that we target. So, oh, could you say that again? I think that might have been a jewel, a gem for the gemster. I, if yeah. you make good music, find the people that want to listen to that music and target those people. Oh yes, I agree with that. And I think that's going to be the number one thing that requires yes zero dollars to do. Yeah, I'm a mood listener, so if I want to hear the, some hustler shit, what's the number one genre of music? Fastest growing genre of music is. Mental health. Mm. The mm. fastest growing genre of music on the streaming platforms. It's no longer rap, hip hop, pop. It's what you listen to when you're in a mood. When you're in the gym, how fast do you drive? Your phone knows everything about you. It knows your mood. It knows your emotion. It knows when you're walking fast. It knows when you park your car. It knows when you're at home because you park at the same spot every day. It knows it takes you 14 steps to walk from your car to the door. It knows that. That's programmed mm. into your phone and that is sold to advertisements to the companies that want to use that information to sell you Nutri-Slim, because, you know, you're not doing enough walking, so they know you're not doing enough walking, your fat ass needs this fucking diet supplement. You're not walking enough, bro. You only walk 14 steps a day. That's how they're able to give you a catered experience. Most of these artists don't deliver a catered experience to their listeners, man. They're not. Mm. They're just giving them music, and that's it. They don't give them a video. I want to film a video. What's the concept? Oh, you know, um, I just know I want to film one. Like, come on, bro. Let's let's stay on topic. What are the, what are the songs? Are these eight songs about robbing a bank? Then why is the album called So In Love With The Streets? You know, like, can, let's, let's topic albums. Albums aren't arranged no more. Don't get me started on this topic, bro. People are just right. putting shit out. And that's not how you do it, man. An album is defined as 10 individually packaged singles. That's why anything over nine songs is not no longer an EP. It's a fucking album now. Mm -hmm. It can no longer not be an album. So your first shit out the gate, mixtape 14 songs that you put on iTunes, that's an album, jackass. Your first album went double wood. Double, double wood. wood. Double wood. Your second one's going to go double plastic, and the third one will go double <laughs> aluminum. You're on your way to gold, you know, at this time in the next 40 years. I think we were doing the math. If somebody doesn't have all of their profiles optimized, that was a double plastic. Even with the money they, it cost them to just upload on DistroKid, 
they would need over three million combined streams mm. to break even. If their profiles aren't optimized. Right. I'm sorry, if their profiles are somewhat optimized, if their profiles are gloryingly not optimized, and by gloryingly not optimized, I mean five or more DSPs, nine million combined streams to break even with what it cost paying DistroKid to load a record. That's fucking Damn. ridiculous. Hey, can we, can, we, can we just highlight the fact that you said double wood, double plastic? Double wood, double, double plastic, <laughs> double aluminum. Aluminum. Yes. Yeah. Those are the three categories for the real street ones. <laughs> and at the end of the day, man, it's, it comes from a false expectation. You know, it's, man, I'm going to drop it and everybody's going to listen to it. I'm just as good as Lil Baby. I'm just as bad as Drake. I can harmonize just as good as, as uh, uh, YK Osiris. Man, I can dance like Chris Brown. And, and all, I, I look better. And that's not it. Can we stop there and address that? Art, should, should artists be comparing themselves to millionaire artists who can drop a song randomly no. on a Tuesday? No. Why would and you why do they do it? Because that's what they're seeing. Why would you compare yourself to somebody that's got 10 years or 15 years of success in this game and, or Why someone who made 40 million last year in music and can do that right because in an in a, in a age where creators where living rooms have been converted into backlot movie studios yes and a green cloth and clever software right. and, prop, and proper lighting has given the ability to do anything creativity is what's is what's capitalizing now and if these artists aren't going to be able to stay creative and keep creating on across all levels it's going to be a fucking long fucking ride to the top for you. Double yes. plastic, double wood, double, double aluminum. <laughs> Banana. Okay. <laughs> pineapple. Oh, pineapple. Pineapple. I thought it was banana. That was a double laugh for me because I knew what you were trying to say. Pineapple. Was pineapple. Funnier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got a really good question of the day, y'all. And of course, y'all can DM me these questions at Ferrari Simmons on Instagram. Uh, okay. Instagram, Twitter, uh, everything. Uh, I'm gonna slide in my DMs because I don't fucking look at them. No, no, I, I, I look at mine. Slide in my DMs. You can slide in my DMs. I actually, I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy it. It's therapeutic for me to curse people out. Really? But y'all also have the radio show, you and Sue, right? And y'all be doing questions of the day and stuff. Yeah, all that. But like, I get a whole bunch of influx of, "Hey, man, put me on," and I, 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 I love those DMs. I, I cuss them out. That was funny, yeah. yeah and it's Sue Solo's birthday happy today. Happy birthday. birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, Sue Solo. Happy birthday. But I love I love uh, responding to DMs. I, I literally curse people out in DMs. I enjoy it. I enjoy telling you you're wrong. This is not the way to do it. Right. How much does it cost for this? No, I I, I literally have a pre written text, and then I just insert. You know. But anyway, good for you. Yeah. Uh, question of the day: I'm an aspiring artist in the group. I can't lie. We are both 35 years old, so we are out of the generation Z. Uh, and the generation beta. We really don't record music for a younger audience. What do you suggest we do? We really have dreams of acquiring a big record deal. We believe we are stars in our own right. What label's going to sign them, though? Big record deal. I'm not sure what that means. It comes back to what I just made you repeat. Find your audience. Target them. Yeah, I think, I think there's a... There's, it's going to take longer for, to, to find a niche if you will, a niche audience, because you have to go through so much to get to it. You have to weed through so much bullshit and analytics and platforms. And there's going to be a lot of no's, too. A whole lot. A whole lot of no's. But see, the beauty about it is that I know a lot of 35-year-olds that still listen to music. So thankfully, a 35-year-old making music is not out of the woods yet. 
So yeah. they want new music, the 35-year-olds that you exactly. know that listen. That's awesome because that's rare. Music. They still listen yeah. to music. They still they pay subscriptions. Last time I checked, there's no kid paying a fucking premium subscription to fucking Apple Music. He's paying on a family plan. His mom is paying it. Correct. So all right. of that money is paid by people that either have jobs or have credit cards or just by default. How you have right. to pay it, got to have a credit card. Right. And I say all that to say knowing the platforms. You know what I mean? Knowing what it is that you want to get up, knowing how to get it out, understanding that if you're going after a 35 and over audience, then, you know, targeting, trying to figure out what device that they're consuming is probably going to be as important for you anything else because you're going to want to know exactly how to deliver content to them. Hmm. Younger kids may use droids because droids are a lot cheaper than iPhones, so you can go buy a droid because they break faster. So chances are a parent bought a, a droid for their kid before they bought an iPhone for them only because of the financial commitment that it takes. Correct. So understanding that is like, you don't have to, you don't want to, you know, you don't make music for the kids. Cool. Keep your old ass off of Spinrilla. Keep your old ass off of, uh, for fucking my mixtapes. You make music for the older crowd. Cool. Do put your shit on title. Do put your shit on Amazon so that the older crowd that is paying Use for Facebook. Alexa can say, Hey Alexa, play these old motherfuckers. I love this shit. Part one. Right. And Alexa will crank that motherfucker on up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. So to I me. think a lot of these guys aren't utilizing what they know or how they consume. Here, here's a question for Rufio, are you? Because you're in the club. When was the last time you heard a DJ play a record and you had to stop everything you were doing and pull out your phone and download it? Never. It's never fucking happened in the history of time. Wendy, when was the last time you were in a car or you were somewhere and somebody played a song and you just had to know what it was and you pulled out your phone and I got to know what it is right now and then found it and went and consumed Never. And we're in the music. I business. have in, in the back of an Uber. Like, I'll hear something playing and I'll shazam it. I think that's but because I am not the audience. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's because we are we. I think it was Again, piano we, music, to be honest. We are still consumers because we yeah. still go buy shoes. Correct. We yes. Still go buy hats. We still but we're buy not shoes. normal. We're not. We're very We are not. Sense. Yes. We are abnormal. not the market. Like, so don't target abnormal, me. I'm one we, of none. It yeah. puts us in the ability to observe the market. Yes. Correct. To, to better understand the market. Correct. Correct. Because we are proactive consumers. Correct. We see things and we know this is how it has to work. So let me go ahead and Ferrari Simmons just made a post. Me liking it, commenting on it, and sharing it means nothing to my relationship with Ferrari. It right. means everything to his bottom line goal. Correct. His bottom line goal is posting that to reach more people. Me liking, commenting, and sharing is going to help him reach more people. Why? Because the social platform is going to suggest the people that follow me that don't follow you follow or like this piece of content because somebody they follow liked it. You get it now? Got it. So that's the whole presumption behind it. Right. When it comes to the music, if I know an artist put out an album, then I, I got to listen to it. If my if one of the people that I like and they drop an album, I mean, if it sucks, I may never listen to it again. But I went in and I bought that motherfucker for $1.29. I shared it on social media. I liked it. I posted my first reel and, hey, man, I did my support. Right. Because I know that's what it takes. So, yes, we're abnormal in that sense. Right. So think of what more has to be done to motivate the abnormal person to do that, to click on something and add it to a playlist because you would never do it. So, you know, if you're in the music industry and you go above and beyond every time you hear something that's hot and relevant because you're in the hot and relevant business like Little Caesars. And you don't consume music that way. It would be a far cry for us to expect any consumers to consume music that way. So that puts things into a perspective for us. It does. Because it's like, why would, I take a record passionate. To a strip? why would I take a record to a strip club mm -hmm. if it's not a strip club record? Because right. I know the DJ is going to play it because chances are that nobody's ever going to buy this record because it played in the strip club. Mm -mm. Chances are It's a wasted opportunity and a wasted favor from a strip club DJ. 
So yeah. Think about that. I, I will comment too. Uh, you definitely got to find your demo. You got to target your demo and then attack, 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 attack. Consistent, it's consistent, repetition. Yes. Yeah. Consistency and repetition. He dropped um, Move. He was in his 30s. Yeah, two chains when he came back as two chains and not Titty Boy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's possible. You, if you, you know what scared me about that question? I don't make music for the young guys. Like, what does that mean? I mean, shoot, Lil Duval. I mean, that was a that, that was a rarity. But the young guys, like, are you saying that the young guys, like, you don't make, you don't make what? You I think I, I, I'm assuming he's not making gang, gang, gang. It's not gang, gang, gang. It's okay. more so I don't know. Does that really simplify the, the young? I guess I don't know. You know, listen, being a gangster, it's less than one percent of the world's population are criminals and villains. That's less than one percent. So that means out of every one hundred people you meet, one. Less than one, a midget, midget-sized worth human being is a gangster according to the population of the world. So why so many people want to be gangster baffles the fuck out of me. Because chances are there are more people that will respect you for rapping about real things that go on in life. Not necessarily telling on yourself, but giving a different perspective from having a baby mama that ain't shit or getting fired from your job unexpectedly or having your money fucked up because your car broke down and you couldn't make it to this job interview. To something more relatable. relatable Right, I think you'll get to a the consumer. Fan base. I yes. agree with that. Yeah, so. yep. Okay. So much for another episode. I appreciate this, man. I, I love. I love this, this is therapeutic. Guys. Me this too. Is therapeutic. It I is. I love talking to you guys. Yeah, and you guys. So I love yeah. talking to all y'all, man. So next week. This is just. This is almost as good as smoking weed. Never. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Freestyle world.